Sunday, December the fifth. Welcome to this Burlington Audio podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. The journey then over these next few weeks with our Christmas theme, Good News in a World of Bad News. And uh, to truly get us underway, we have some baptisms next uh, week. Uh, we're thrilled that we can celebrate with uh, Chloe James and Jasmine Allen as they get baptized here, same time, 10.45, and so on, next Sunday. So that's uh, uh, a really exciting moment when we, in a sense, have an opportunity all to renew that sense of, I'm in. Do you know, I'm in with this. This is this is what God is doing, and I'm all in. Good news in a bad world. And then the following week, we have our carols at Christmas. And that will be at 3.30, as I hope you already know, in the afternoon. And I'll say a little bit more about COVID in just a second. But part of our way of helping with that is that we will begin our time uh, outside and in various spaces in the building, spreading ourselves out with a few Christmas uh, activities of all age that will help us to engage with the Christmas story before then coming uh, into this candlelit space to share carols, readings, and to hear a short Christmas message. So that's uh, in two weeks' time at uh, 3.30. The activities are not compulsory. You will not be marked or graded. You can come straight in and uh, enjoy your time in the sanctuary here. Uh, uh, use that time as you would choose as we begin to gather together. So that's 3.30 uh, carols at uh, Christmas. But we are aware of uh, people's uh, concerns, especially at the moment. And so there are four things that you can do to help with that. One is around lateral flow tests. Many of you are doing those already, so just think about having it in your rhythm for when you're coming to a large gathering uh, here. Wear a face mask like you would in other places whilst you're moving around. That will help us feel more comfortable. We have loads of space here in church. This room seats 700 people. So let's use the space if we want to, if you would prefer to be a little further away, then let's use the balcony and let's spread ourselves out. So if that would bless someone that you know who isn't here yet, let's go with them up into the balcony. Or we can even make, we tried, but it didn't work very well to make one side of the, uh, the, the um, what do you call that? Sort of a row an aisle, whatever, that side of the aisle, kind of socially distant, but no one seemed to use it or, or respond to it in that way. So let's just uh, be be uh, good family together. If you want space, there's plenty of space in the building for you to use. And wear something warm because we will try and keep the space ventilated, and uh, uh, especially out in the coffee lounge where it gets a little bit congested. So with that in mind, again, we're hoping for that kind of uh, gentle start into our gathering for Christmas uh, carols in a couple of weeks' time. And above all else, keep in touch. Let us know what we can do that makes it feel 
better or uh, different or helps in, in some way. We value the conversation. It's good to understand where we're all uh, at. Okay, good news in a bad news world, in a world of bad news. Good news is exactly what the angels said when they turned up on that hillside to speak to those first uh, shepherds. And it's angels that are grabbing our attention this Christmas here in Ipswich. Who knows about IpswichAngels.org? Jonathan, Alan, oh, Kerry, gosh, these people who... All around Ipswich, starting Saturday, there will be, we hope, who's we, the churches of Ipswich, there will be, we hope, angels popping up all over the place. And the idea... uh, Coming out of inspiring Ipswich is that Ipswich might be angel bombed this year. Think Elmer the Elephant and the ones that Angela so wonderfully uh, painted. Uh, Think angels. Look out for the angels and let's turn the angels who brought a message of good news into an opportunity, a reminder, a moment for us in some way to be communicating good news in a bad news world. So we'll have plenty of opportunity to see angels of different shapes and sizes, but I want to ask you what did the angels look like? They wore white dresses. Hmm, that's the good news Bible, probably. They had wings, that's the message translation. What do you think an angel looks like? An angelic baby face? Hmm. Wings? Do your angels have wings in your mind? Do they have, um, um, I don't know the name, the frilly collar... A ruff? Hmm, must be uncomfortable if it's rough. A ruff? What, what do your angels look like? Halos. Saintly. Weapons. Ooh, an angel with weapons. A hunting angel, no less. Maybe our angels have become a little bit too mystical for us to make the connection with the angels. Our reading today that uh, Nathan read for us reminds us that angels come in all kinds of shapes and sizes, all kinds of disguises maybe. John the Baptist was an angel. He came announcing, proclaiming good news. And he was kind of weird in a different sort of way, wasn't he, with his camel's hair and eating locusts and wild honey. So it's a reminder that you cannot always spot an angel. If an angel flew past our homes or church with the angelic face and the big wings, I think even I would remember that. So we think that maybe we know what angels look like, although the Bible doesn't actually 
tell us. And then we get this picture of John the Baptist, an angel in camel's hair. And then we get another verse in the Bible that says this, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Can you really have an angel in your home and not know that they've been there? You see, there again, I think I would remember the angel that folded up his or her wings and stooped down to get through our front door. I'd remember that. Angels don't look like what you expect. But you know one when you see one. Angels don't look like what you expect. But you know one when you see one. It's been a really busy day at work and you are looking forward to the evening. In fact, you've been looking forward to this particular evening, not just today, but for a week or two, maybe a month or more. And you're busy in the middle of the afternoon and you're beginning to get a little bit anxious that the work that you need to do to complete the shift or your responsibility that day looks like it will take you longer than you hope and you will not be able to get away on time and you worry that what you've anticipated is in jeopardy. And it gets towards the time you would normally leave and your work, metaphorically or literally, is still spread out all over the office, the classroom, the laboratory, the studio, wherever it is that you do your work. And panic rises. You will miss what's coming ahead. And then your colleague says to you, do not worry about all this. I will deal with this. You go. You sure? Thank you so much. You're an absolute angel. You've been sitting at home, as so many of us find ourselves doing, for far too long. And you're overwhelmed by all that's going on. And suddenly there's a knock at the door or the phone rings. And you share a cup of tea and a mug of conversation. And at the end of that human interaction, you feel so much better. It was just what you needed. And you say to that caller or that visitor as they leave, thank you so much. You were an angel to me today. Let me have the kids for a couple of hours so you can have a break. You angel. That verse that you wrote down and gave me last week has meant so much to me over these last few days. You angel. That prayer that you promised to pray has really made a difference. Thank you so much. You've been to me an absolute angel. No wings, no fluttering, no flying, no swarming or swooping, but the bright light of an angel or the same. As we announce good news through our words and through our works, through what we say and what we do, every time we do that, we are making space for the good news of Jesus to reach someone else's life. Every time we choose to be an angel, we're making way for the good news to reach somebody's life. That's a huge phrase, isn't it? 
Just pause and think about that with me for a moment. Let the, let the gravity of it capture our hearts and minds. Angels are those who announce, who proclaim good news. Every time we are that good news in our lives, we are making way for people to encounter the good news of Jesus. Where is it that you're an angel right now? You see, John wasn't the good news himself, but he was able to point people to it. The angels themselves weren't the good news. They they knew that for themselves. They said, glory to God. This is all about God. and, And God has done something quite remarkable that we are just mimicking, proclaiming by what we say and by what we do. We're making this good news known. They weren't the good news themselves. But we can, by our words and our actions, point people to Jesus, who is the good news. You can make way for the good news of Jesus in somebody else's life this week. That's the gift that the angels give to us. And what did the angels say? They said words that have echoed through the ages that are of such significance. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You see, good news helps people with their fear. Now, there is more fear probably around at the moment than we've known for a long time. Fears of all kinds, fear of losing out, fear of getting COVID, fear of plans being cancelled, fears of being rejected, fears of not being enough, not having enough. An angel brings good news, but bad news, what does bad news do? Bad news causes fear to flourish. Bad news causes fear to breed like rabbits in our lives and in our hearts. And that's been one of the huge challenges, hasn't it, of our 24-7 global connected news story. That every hour, every half an hour, every 10 minutes, whatever you tune into on the TV or Twitter or whatever news app you choose to use, 99 times out of 100, with overwhelming repetition, comes bad news. And bad news produces fear. When you get to the end of the news, are you more joyful than when you started? Are you a little bit more afraid than before you watched it? Probably. And we're living on this diet of bad news, and it's no wonder that fear is breeding like we've never known it before. We cannot survive on a staple diet of bad news. And I'm not for one moment advocating burying our heads in the sand and switching the news off forever. And some of us will have done that for a time during the lockdowns. We will have shut the news out because it was not doing us any good whatsoever. And we know that all the news channels, they all have an agenda. They want you to watch their news. So that 
affects and, uh, and spins all that they do. We're all guilty of that in so many ways. The media is just the same. And so we've, we've shut out the news from time to time, recognizing that we cannot live on this diet of bad news. Now, I'm not advocating that we shut it out completely and we don't know what's going on and we live ignorant lives. Uh, the Bible says a lot about not being ignorant about what's going on around us. But we need to recognize that in this world, living on a diet of bad news, the opportunity to be an angel right now is absolutely everywhere. And the impact of being an angel is more significant than perhaps it's ever been. You see, good news suffocates fear. Good news starves fear, the oxygen that it needs to breathe. Good news tells a very different story. Good news brings great uh, joy. Good news rejuvenates. It's the treatment that rejuvenates our, our troubled and knackered out hearts. Excuse the French, but that's what it's like, isn't it? That kind of broken, kind of uh, uh, kind of worn out bit of us that needs reviving. And the joy of Jesus revives our hearts in that way. You could help someone this week be a little less afraid by being good news. That's worth thinking about, isn't it? You could help someone this week be just a little bit less afraid. By being good news. You could help many people this week discover a little bit of joy. Joy to your spouse, your family, your work colleagues, your neighbours. By being good news. You see, every time you're an angel. Every time you announce good news through your works and your ways. Through what you say and what you do. It's like a little light gets lit. In this bad news world. It's like a little bit of hope rises up. When everything else seems kind of hopeless. And a little bit of light in what can be a very dark world. Goes an awful long way, does it not? So in a world where you can be anything. I saw this meme the other day or there was a poster outside a clinic and it and it said in a world where you can be anything and whatever we think about that we live in a world where pretty much right now you can be anything in a world where you can be anything dot 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 be kind how about in a world where you can be anything dot 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 be an angel be an angel be an angel The headlines are always bad news, aren't they? May the headlines of your life and mine be good news this week. Because Jesus is good news. And it's his coming into a world as messed up, as broken, as fearful, as dark as the world that we inhabit in the here and now. We need to do a couple of things. We need to work out what it means this week to be angels. That's the first thing we need to do. And the second thing that we need to do is to help us for uh, get ready for what we're going to do in two weeks' time. So you, there's a star somewhere. The young people are going to leave us now. They're going to go and uh, 
process a little bit and share communion. The rest of us are going to stay. What does it, what does it mean to be an angel this week? When, where are you thinking about right now? Who are you thinking about right now? Where is an opportunity for you to announce good news that would help someone somewhere feel a little bit less afraid? Feel a little bit more hopeful? Where might you this week be able to light just a little light? And, and because the light's little, it's easy to think, well, it, it, it barely makes a difference, that little light. But hey, in a dark world, that light makes a big difference. Thank you that we can't work out what angels look like. Thank you that angels come in all kinds of shapes and sizes. Thank you that angels come in disguises sometimes. And thank you that as we make the connection between the angels and John the Baptist and our lives... We see the gift, the opportunity that is for all of us to be those who by word and deed announce and proclaim good news. So I'm praying now for that place that uh, you're laying on my heart. I'm praying now for that person, those people that I can see in my mind's eye. And I'm working out what it means this week to be good news. Because the idea of helping someone be a little less afraid is really exciting and encouraging. The idea of helping someone by simply being good news to live with a little bit more hope is really hope-filling for me. The idea. That by being good news, I can make the way for the good news of Jesus to reach somebody's life. At the heart of the Christmas story is that God himself put on put on flesh, became living and real. He could be touched and seen and known. And we are the body of Christ. Help us this week to put flesh on these great truths, to be able to be touched and known and seen and heard as your good news people. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. We need your help. We'd love you to grab a star that I hope that you have in the pew. If, if you haven't got one in front of you, there'll be one be, behind you and hopefully a pen. And uh, what we'd love you to do, we want to use these in two weeks' time uh, when people come and uh, share our carols at Christmas. So we want you to write on this star a good news truth. From the Bible. Now, you could write a Bible verse that's good news. I know the plans I have for you, for example. You could write a Bible verse on it if you know the Bible verse. You could just write whatever the essence of it is that you know. It doesn't really matter. But that which is true, that is good news. We'd love you to write that on the star right now. So this isn't a rhetorical question or a sermony type question where it just whoosh disappears. This is something we're going to do right now because we want to collect these stars up and use them in two weeks time. Someone will come in two weeks time with their bad news and they will write their bad news on something and they will leave it here in exchange for the good news that you are giving them. How good's that? So they will come and express something that for them is bad news and in its place they will take away the good news. So if if your star is empty, that will be a little disappointing for them. So we'd love you to put something on your star right now that will be good news to people in two weeks' time. Good news in a world of bad news in a bad news world we're going to sing together and uh, what I'd uh, uh, love you love you to do we're, we're going to sing that song everyone everyone needs compassion the kindness of a saviour. Everyone needs that. Uh, and what I'd, what I'd love you to do is to use this song, thinking about the people that you were praying about some moments ago, thinking by faith about the person that will take your star away in two weeks' time, but also thinking about all the other moments and places and opportunities. There's, there's lots going on across the Burlington family over these next two weeks. Lots of different connections, small and large. And in all of those places, we'd love people to be discovering the good news that there is in a bad news world. Uh, and maybe just as a just as an act of I'm praying, I'm serving, I'm living, I'm loving. We need all the stars to go into this black bucket uh, here. So maybe as we're singing, you might want to bring your star forward and just pop it in. If you don't, that's fine. Hold on to it and pop it in at the end as you go. But it'd be great to collect those up. If you find a if you find a star with nothing written on before you leave, then write something on it and put it in the box. We'd love to be giving away good news. If we can be anything this Christmas time, hey, why not be an angel? Because everyone needs compassion.